everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I got one number in the Mega Millions this week. So evidently, I have won absolutely nothing. Good morning, folks, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach, blogger, writer, general manager here at the Nachum Siegel Network. You can find me here right after Allison and right before Nachum's live lunch. Who do I see behind the board? Do my eyes deceive me? It is the pride of Houston himself, Yoni Pollock. Good morning, sir. The pride of Houston. I know. of H. What? P of H. P, right. That's what we yeah. should. The P of H. It's like the president of Houston, the pride right. of Houston. Good Let morning to you. That. Good morning. Good morning. You? And, you know, host of a variety of different programs yeah, here at the yeah, Nahum yeah. Segal Network. And, uh, you know, the guy we depend on to be the adult here in the studio. Some Wheel of Fortune thing, yada, yada, yeah. yada. Yeah. You know, you're very popular. You've yeah. got a lot of so things. So many titles. I know. I get confused. People just call me different things. I don't know. The time you don't really answer. Don't you don't really yeah. answer. Anyway, your Thanksgiving was nice. Yeah. It I mean, seems I like think, a long time ago. I think people got a nice recap on uh, yesterday's yeah. show, but you know, it really was nice. Yeah, bite size was great. I oh, I want to thank you for including me in that. You know, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a little fun, so uh, th- that's good stuff. Let's do the fortune cookie because Yoni, I have a feeling that for tomorrow night's drawing. Yeah, the Mega Millions. The Mega Millions, which I did not win this week. Same, but I got, and I tell you, I got the uh, Mega Million and a number. So, I won $4. so you won something. I won four dollars. Hey, I know. I didn't win anything. It's because I bought your ticket and my ticket. Right. And it's also because you right have one. this weird kind of karma about winning things. And Thank God. Yeah. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag share the wealth. Okay. <laughs> um, here's, the, here's the fortune for this week. Make all you can. Save all you can. Give all you can. Right. Giving Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, so, right. At hashtag Giving Tuesday, which was two days ago, we had sent out an email to all of our listeners and supporters asking everyone to think of the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting on Giving Tuesday. A number of you pledged your support. We thank you very, very much. And we ask those of you who have not shown your support yet for 2017 to do so before the end of the year. You can go to fjbunity.org. And show your support for all of our programming that we do here at the Nahum Siegel Network, in addition to the Jewish Unity Initiative projects that take us to different communities around the world. People are going to think we like purposely picked that, right. that fortune cookie. It was really random. Yeah, I literally opened the plastic. By the way, this might be the only fortune cookie you picked correctly. <laughs> yeah, I also like the message a lot. Yeah, that's good. We should, um, first of all, you have to play these numbers. Yeah, fine. And you should just know you the should f- play them. The first number is high. It's 18. I know. That's cool. And by the way, when I I meant just now that you should play the numbers, I meant for For me. Right. I don't (laughs) know what to do. I bring this to the guys at the corner and say, listen, put these on a thing and here's some two bucks. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well. And specify Mega Millions because you also have Powerball the next day. Right. Okay. I don't even understand. Right. Um, So you'll take care of this for me. Thank you in advance. I really appreciate it. This is one of the, see, this is one of your other titles here at the Malcolm Siegel Network. Ticket buyer. Let's go through the national holidays. We have exciting guests lined up for today's That's Life. So quickly, it is National Stay Home Because You're Well Day. Okay. Right, which clearly we're not participating in because we're here. What a shame. Right. Uh, But it is National Mason Jar Day. Are you a fan of mason jars? They're kind of out of out of. Are they out of style now, or they're just no? They're retro. Tape? They're retro. Yeah, I guess, no, they're cool. I'm trying to think where I recently had a mason jar that was really cool. I bought a whole. I, I bought two cases of mason jars a couple months ago. I used them for tea, and I'm a big fan of the desserts in a jar. Yes, those are fun. But these mason jars, why are they why are they fun? Because the top of the mason jar, um, you know, comes together a little bit at the top because that's where the screw top would be, yeah. right? Um, but as a result, the heat doesn't dissipate as quickly okay. because there's less surface area that is hitting the, the yeah, physics one hundred and one, right? Exactly. Here. So mm-hmm. as a result, your your 
your hot drink stays hot or longer. Mm. Right. Yeah, a little something. Never really understood the whole mechanism of the thing, but I guess they Right. Go. So are these mugs, these mason jar mugs are have no covers because they're okay. meant to be right. mugs. Um so they're cool. Uh it's also computer security day. Okay. We'll right. Lock it up. Yeah, we're ch- I'm not sure what that means, but I'm sure we can call our friends at Rusty Brick. Yeah. And they would certainly tell us. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network. The JWRP The Jewish Women's Renaissance Project was founded in 2008 with the mission of empowering women to change the world through Jewish values. Its major project is Momentum, an eight-day, highly subsidized, life-changing journey to Israel experienced already by close to 15,000 participants from 190 partner organizations in 26 countries worldwide. Presently, the Media Magnet's trip to Israel that started just a few days ago and concludes on December 4th, is being attended by 31 different women who are leading entertainers and media professionals from North America. They've all been selected to participate on this exclusive women's-only trip. And leading the trip is Adrian Gold Davis, who is a fixture on Canadian television for almost two decades, both as a host of her own daily fashion and beauty program and as a regular contributor on scores of others. After her own visit to Israel, she was no longer interested in promoting issues of style and turned her attention to matters of substance. Today, Adrian serves as JWRP's trip and education leader and as a master educator and a sought-after international speaker and joins us this morning on That's Life. Good morning, Adrian. Good morning. I love that intro. I wish someone would give the memo to my children. Apparently, they didn't hear how fabulous I am. Well, they can call me anytime, and I will tell them how fabulous you are. I would appreciate it. If you wrote that, my friend, you are now my bestie. It would be absolutely my pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. You're calling us from Jerusalem or from Tel Aviv? I'm calling you from the fabulous Jerusalem, like the city of gold, the place where I am in my happy spot. I love it here. Yeah, I love it here. And for good reason. When was your first experience with the JWRP? Well, you know, I came as a leader, a city leader for the city of Toronto. I brought a bus of 50 women about about 17 trips ago, like right in the second year that we had started. And it was just this enormous experience. It was mind-blowing for me, and it totally impacted Toronto as a city. In fact, I think that one of the criteria on this trip, one of the reasons that the originators of this this project, what they had in mind, was they said, you know, if you change, you, you, you send a kid on birthright, right? You, you change a young man, you change a young woman. What you do is you inspire a young man or a young, young woman. But if you inspire a mother... Mm. You can inspire an entire family. And if you change enough families, you can change a community. And if you inspire a community, you can change the world. And I'm going to tell you that over the years that I was a leader for Toronto, I brought close to 300 women. And when I can tell you the changes in the city of Toronto based on the families that were indeed impacted by this incredible program was mind-blowing. So a couple of years ago, they asked me if I would join them full-time, and instead of just leading Toronto, that I would become the leader for all of the cities. And I became the overall trip leader and one of the primary educators for the women on the trip. So it's just, for me, it's been a growth thing, too, and it's, it's... it's pretty spectacular. I wish you could come and experience it with us. It's nice to speak to you over the phone, but I'm telling you, you spend one moment in the presence of this kinetic female energy, all of them on the same page, all of them yearning to bring their best selves and to literally mind that rich seam of brilliance that is this land and our people. 
and to learn and to tour and to eat and to cry and to drink and to laugh and to cry and to cry and to cry and to laugh. And to cry and to laugh. All of those things. It's just this ongoing kinetic force of nature. And I think for a lot of women, it's the very first time that they are not somebody's mother, somebody's child, somebody's boss, somebody's employee, somebody's something. And they get to experience, they get to become a vessel. We take care of everything and we pour wisdom into them. And it gives them a space to truly, truly grow. I've had the opportunity of leading a birthright trip and the the, also, you know, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but I don't know what it's like to lead women and lead mothers, and so I imagine myself at that at that crossroads or at that juxtaposed moment where you're you're transferring. You know, as a birthright leader, you're you're almost the mother on the trip when you're the trip <laughs> lead. And so, there were a number of times where I played a maternal role or a a, a parent's role in guiding my my uh, tri- trip participants and bringing them to the hotel and having them have that first experience, etc. But I imagine that here, that kind of women's unit, that kind of connectivity that women internally have towards each other, there is that, I'm going to use the word seriously, there is that sisterhood that brings everyone together so that your role, Adrian, is not obviously as a mother here, the way I was on birthright, but here you're a sister. So you feel that. You know what, Miriam, that's a very perceptive comment, and I'm going to tell you something. That, you, you know, one would think that any time you bring a large group of people together, that somebody is going to play that authoritative figure. But what happens instead when you have a true sisterhood, when it is a horizontal growth model, mm. people inspire each other. People say to me all the time, don't you find this exhausting? How do you do this? <laughs> but for me, because I'm an extrovert, this feeds me. And the truth is we feed each other. So I might be the educational leader of the trip. But when women truly are united with a common purpose, we feed each other. And that hierarchy falls away. And we can change the world this way. Because this this communal sense of wanting what's best for ourselves, for our families. And, you know, on this particular trip that we're doing this time, it's a slightly different model. I like to think of it as a trip to influence the influencers. Mm. So we have this group of women, these 30 women, who are profound influencers. Their voices reach over 10 million people. Incredible. They are collectively and individually powerhouses, women who already (laughs) exist to put out into the world energy and wisdom and clarity about all kinds of topics, and each one of them is more articulate and intelligent than the next. It's funny that... So imagine what it's like for me to be with these women. It's just, I mean, I grow, I grow as much or more from them than they ever will from me. It's funny that you say powerhouses because in my notes, I wrote down the word powerhouse. I mean, talk about mind did meld you? right now. I did. We, I, I was wondering, like at this point, I mean, you've brought so many people, you've brought, brought so many women who have had their experiences, but now you're bringing 30 powerhouses who have basically seen it all. Are you still able to shock them with what Israel has to offer? Oh my gosh, you have tremendous questions. I'm going to tell you something that I discovered yesterday morning on day two of the trip. A woman is a woman is a woman. The experience, the humanity, and the humility Mm -hmm. that women are capable of, particularly collectively when they're together as a group sharing a common experience, means that they are able to set aside their egos. You're not dealing with 
divas. We're not dealing with powerhouses who come with their own agenda. We are dealing with women who are successful enough that they can afford to open up their hearts and minds to different ideas. They're not threatened by new ideas. So you are learning together. Being with these kind of women is actually an even smoother entry into understanding the nature of this country, the nature of spirituality, the nature of the power of the Jewish woman, and the power of Jewish values. Why? Because they're intelligent and articulate enough to know and to be able to identify something of value when they see it, because that's what they do for a living. It's that's easier. Amazing. That's amazing. It's glorious. You and, have no idea. And, <laughs> and what kind of I, a part of the project of Momentum is then for all of the people, all the women who participate in these programs to then come back and influence their communities? But I would imagine because all of these women can basically bring their communities with them, with all of their followers, that they've already started to impact change while on the trip. Let me just tell you that my you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's blowing up. The Wi-Fi on our first class grade A fancy schmancy black fleet bus is like shaking. It's quivering. The bus is quivering. It's, it's just, it's remarkable what's happening out there. And that was part of the reason that we reached out to these women because we knew that what we have and what our message is, is powerful. And we knew that in partnership with them, that we could spread this word, you know, to their 10 million through them. And, you know, here's the interesting thing. I mean, I feel like, I feel like that this is just this incredibly synergistic situation, because aside from what they do for a living, they're also women, they're Jewish women, and they have the same needs and questions and desires and issues as the rest of us. Mm. And I just, I just feel like, you know, when we take a regular trip, sometimes we'll have between two and 400 women. And you would think, you would think that it would be bizarre to have that many women, that much female estrogen energy in the room. But in fact, what we're seeing there and here is the same thing that we seem to synchronize with each other. We find the path of the greatest respectfulness. And because these women understand the art of communication, because their expertise is communication, it is fast-tracking everything. And you know that we're doing this, we're hosted by the Ministry of Tourism here right. in Israel. And so I think that that's really telling because they see the government and the Ministry of Tourism certainly sees who we are as an organization and sees the potential. And with this media trip, understands that what we have going on here is just, you know, explosive in its power. Wow. Wow. That is, yeah. I mean, I feel you the have to come on a trip one day, Miriam. <laughs> you'll, you'll just, you will not believe how incredible it is. I, uh, I would can love come to and you can share my room. I I would love to. I'm a very neat roommate, so it would be totally great. Let me. I'm going to ask you one more question, and then I'm looking forward to sure. inviting Natalie on the program. And Natalie, yeah, for sure. Oh, talking to Natalie, but I want to know okay. from your experience that these women, who again have yeah. seen everything, are have they declared themselves Zionists? Do they see themselves as Zionists before they get on the trip, or it's you're watching their their Zionist you know bloom, their inner Zionist bloom as you see them going through everything. Well, I'll tell you this. One of the mandates of the JWRP is that we focus only on what unites us and not what divides us. We don't discuss politics. We don't discuss denomination. We don't talk about anything except that which unites us as people. And one of the things about showing them, showing people Israel in all of its 
beautiful blooming color. Today, for example, we were at the Sieve Hospital up in, in Sput, where we met Syrian refugees. Oh. Prior to that, of course, we wandered the, you know, the alleyways of Sput. They are going to see and hear all of the flavors, all the rich nuance of this land. And you can't help but fall in love. Right. You can't. Because right. Israel seems to be the manifestation of all the greatest things about the Jewish people. And it's like a mirror. You come here as a North American Jew, and you leave with a sense of pride and dignity Mm. in who you are and where you've been and what you come from that can only be experienced by actually being here and walking this holy ground. That is unbelievable. Adrian. you have been an absolute pleasure to have on the air. I wonder if you would just pass the phone for a second to Natalie. It would be my pleasure. Thank you. Natalie Spock. You're going to adore her. I, I already adore her because she's part of this group of women that are just mind-bogglingly impressive, and I, um, I'm super excited to invite her on. Uh, Natalie, are you there? Hey, Hey, Natalie, how are you? And everyone, Natalie Spot, am I getting your last name correct? Not only are you getting it correct, but you're among the first who's ever gotten it correct. Spot, <laughs> uh, usually in the U.S. when I'm speaking on the radio or on television, gets butchered. So I appreciate that you know how to say Well, I'm so happy I got it right. That's for sure. Uh, (laughs) Natalie is a media magnet. She's a blogger, social media entrepreneur, and Forbes contributor. She's partnered with some of the most iconic brands in the world, including Rolling Stone, Food Network, American Express, and Levi's. She curates original content and videos and gains millions of impressions for the brands she advocates for. When she is not engaging with her own half million followers, she loves sharing entrepreneurial thought, leadership at conferences and universities, including Carnegie Mellon, our own New York's NYU Stern School of Business, the Harvard Club of New York, and Internet of Things World. And I, I thank you so much for joining me. I'm sorry to almost to take you away even for a few minutes from the program as it sounds completely, completely uh, life-changing. I wonder if we could talk for a second about the power of social media. Obviously, you understand all the good that can come out of well-representing yourself and your organizations and your companies on social media. I wonder if you could already speak to some of the response that you have gotten from your followers while you're on this trip. Absolutely, Miriam. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. And uh, it's just a pleasure to talk about this incredible trip. I mean, we're here on day three. Um, You know, like Adrian said, we're in Jerusalem and we've just arrived. So I think, um, you know, the energy um, is about to kick kick up a notch if that's even uh, possible. But, um, you know, we, with, with what I do for a living, uh, which is social media, um, certainly I think, you know, a lot of the time, you know, my followers are really curious, deeply curious about some of the, you know, experiences I have. Um, I've been fortunate enough to travel the world and really kind of chronicle my journey um, as a content creator. Um, but I think sort of in the last two, three days, they've seen a side of me that, I don't know that they really have seen before. Um, as you probably gathered, my last name is Spot. I have a lot of family here in Israel, um, even though I have never lived here. Um, I have a lot of family in, in Haifa and even Tel Aviv. Um, and so being able to share, you know, very, you know, sort of deeply some of the history of my, my sort of roots um, and where my family is from um, has given my followers sort of added insight into kind of who I am um, and, and even perhaps why it is that I am a storyteller. Mm. And this is a story that probably many of your followers haven't heard before. 
I mean, I think I think it's a story that, um, you know, social media is really helping us tell. Right. You know, um, there's nothing like the immediacy of taking a photo or a video of something you see, um, whether it's a Syrian refugee in a hospital in spot or a artist, you know, uh, creating a live drawing in Tel Aviv um, to really sort of show um, in real time what Israel is all about and to give folks who haven't had a chance to come over, um, a, sort of an, a preview of, of what they could see if they did come visit Israel. What has wowed you so far? Oh, man, it's been, it's been three days, and um, if I tell you that uh, we've had 30 unforgettable experiences, I'd probably <laughs> still be undermining it. Um, I would say that today, um, earlier in the, in the hospital, the Ziv Hospital in Spot, um, where we actually had a chance to speak with four Syrian refugees, um, all varying in age and, and story of how they got to this hospital. Um, certainly, you know, many of which of whom left families behind, children behind. Mm. Um, and, and one in particular, a, a refugee, uh, probably in his mid-30s, um, you know, speaking about how his perception of Israel before he arrived in spot and was treated, of course, pro bono by the hospital here um, and and was was treated with such dignity, such great care and such wow. respect. Um, you know, we asked him, we said, well, you know, did your perception of Israel change? He said, not only did it change, but he can't wait to go home and tell his family in Syria um, just the power of, of the Jewish people wow. and how well he was treated here and just how wrong his perception was uh, before he arrived. Wow, that's incredible. You know, we only have a few minutes left, and I feel like I could speak to you and Adrian for another four hours. I want to just bring back a, a conversation that I, a comment that Adrian and I had made about a sisterhood that the 30 women who are these media magnets and, and you're on this bus together and having this wonderful and life changing experience, that you're more of a sisterhood that you have quickly come together in in this effort and as part of this mission do you feel that that kind of energy with the other women on the trip absolutely um adrian put it really well um in that you know the the power of putting 30 something women together um who typically are sort of you know like we all are um you know prioritizing their families and their partners and um perhaps even their parents and their communities and their friends um and giving them really a chance to prioritize themselves and, and give self-care, mm. uh, which is, of course, so important. Right. Um, having that energy around you for 24 hours a day and seven days that we'll be here together um, is just sort of deeply, deeply important and powerful. Um, and I, I mean, I know we're just sort of in the middle of the trip on day three, but I've already made friends here that um, I, I've exchanged information with and, and, and I know I will be friends with for, you know, years to come. So um, I can't wait to to keep it. um, I can't wait to, you know, keep those memories alive with them. And you're spending this Shabbat in Jerusalem? We are. We're going to be in Jerusalem here for the next three, four nights. Wow. Um, and, of course, Adrian and I, yeah, we're getting ready in the next few minutes here to go out to a big sort of celebratory dinner here in Jerusalem, which I can't wait for. Um Come on over, Miriam. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the car. Come, come, come hang out. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, I wish. I really only need a one-way ticket. So, uh, 
next time. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, it's been an absolute pleasure. I don't want to keep you from your evening events. That's for sure. Enjoy your time. There is nothing like Shabbat in Jerusalem. So really enjoy every moment and certainly stay in touch. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You've been listening to That's Life here at the Nachum Siegel Network. If you are interested in participating in a JWRP project, um, trip, I should say, you can go to jwrp.org slash apply. Not everyone qualifies, but if you do qualify, this is certainly the trip of a lifetime. Um, Full afternoon of programming obviously continues here at the Nachum Siegel Network right after the conclusion of That's Life. It's a live lunch hosted by Nachum Siegel that that continues until until 1 o'clock, and then the Throwback Thursday starts at 1 p.m., and we have JM Rewind at 4 p.m., and then at 7 p.m., of course, we have the Arab Shabbos Show with Mark Zamek, sponsored by our friends at Kedem. Tomorrow morning, don't miss JM in the a.m., live from 6 to 9 a.m., hosted by Nachum Siegel, 7.40 in the morning. Don't miss the weekly update with Malcolm Holnine. And then, of course, Rabbi Yudin at 8.20. Saturday Night Seagull hosted by Avrami starting at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. And then Sunday morning, JM Sunday with Matis starting at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. 7, uh, 12 o'clock. Let's just mention that the Achiezer show or the presentation live from the Achiezer Fair will take place uh, on com and on Facebook Live starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. And Sunday night. I very much look forward to attending the Atid uh, Kushner celebration featuring Safam. And so today I am closing with one of my Safam favorites. We are one. Certainly appropriate today. That's life, everybody. Bye, guys. We held on with all our might It took a lot of faith Just to believe we had the right Remember how we wandered All those years without a home We had to suffer the intolerance No place to call our own But we always had each other When it hurt to be alone
sacrifice to make that dream come true. Compared to all we share, my friend, our differences are few.